It's time for another episode of Squaring Up the Sharp. We are on to week 17 in the NFL. This is our actually this is actually our last uh, recording for the regular season. I'm Max Carroll. I'm joined here by my co-host Austin Weinrich. How you doing, Austin? Oh, I'm doing okay, Max. How was your Christmas? It was uh, it was an eventful it was an eventful Christmas. Uh, I had I do two of them, so uh, mm-hmm. by the end of it, I'm pretty exhausted. But uh, how about you? You had a good time? Yeah, my girlfriend got me a nice new Giants jersey of uh, Evan Ingram, who might be one of my most hated players on the Giants <laughs> roster. I know you, you did say that you were going to return it. Yeah, so uh, now I have to return are, it. You are returning it? Yeah. Which one are you going to get instead? Oh, I have no idea. I don't want a Giants jersey. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was. Uh, it's the thought that matters, you know? Sure. Sure, yeah. We're just uh, learning. <laughs> Um, but uh, we have a regular episode for you. We're going to run through week 16, uh, talk about some of the big games that had playoff implications, and then week 17, give you our takes. Uh, there's a handful of games that matter. Um, most of them lo- don't. Yeah, most most of the uh, the seeding has kind of worked itself out outside of a few uh, different scenarios. The NFC East is pretty interesting, but... Um, Oh, not the NFC East. Just the well, the NFC East is interesting, but the NFC in general, there's there's some moving pieces that can happen. But uh, before we get into that, we are presented by the Link. Make sure to check out the website linksports.com. L Y N Q sports.com. Uh, you know, always always free. Uh, make sure to check it out. There's no reason not to. All betting analysis, opinion pieces, anything that you uh, that you're interested in uh, should be on there. So make sure to check that out. L Y N Q sports.com. So, like I said, we're going to jump into week 16, and, you know, we did mention that there weren't too many games that, uh, you know, had playoff implications, so we're going to do a little expedient, expedient process through this. Um, but the first game that we're, that we're going to get to here was, uh, we had three Saturday games uh, as the schedule changed a little bit, so that first Saturday game was Texans-Buccaneers. Uh, it was in Tampa Bay, and the Texans win 23-20. So they clinched the AFC South fourth fourth time in the last five seasons. Yeah, um, it's just typical Texans stumbling into a division title because they did not look good against a bad Buccaneers defense. Yeah, they could not throw the ball. <laughs> no. Which really made no sense. I know Will Fuller got hurt, but still, I mean... He gets hurt every other week, so you're not used to it by now? Yeah, and Deshaun Watson, 184 yards and a pick. Uh, they couldn't run the ball. I know Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay actually has a pretty good run defense, but I attributed that more to... Their they, secondary is so bad that... Yeah, there's no reason to run. Um, but, yeah, I mean, DeAndre Hopkins, five catches for 23 yards. And That's, he's getting a lot of one-on-one coverages. It's not like he was double-teamed. Yeah. Um... You know, and the, uh, like you said, the Texans up. They were up seventeen three, and in the second half, uh, I mean, no, that, the the right before halftime, they give up the long touchdown. Then they go three and out, and our uh, no, it was an interception. Tampa Bay comes back to tie it up right before halftime, and then the second half just turned into a slog. I know we this ruined our teaser that we put out on Twitter. Uh, we had a six part. Teaser. This was the only one. The the over. The over missed by. By well, two, two points. Two points. So, they put up thirty four mm-hmm. points in the first half. We're sitting there like, all right, we should get the over. Now we just need the Texans mm-hmm. to to be within that plus three because we bought six points, and uh, 
nine <laughs> nine points total in the second half, uh, just th- three field goals. But yeah, it was frustrating to watch because it was like the Texans didn't even couldn't do plan. anything. Yeah. Like I, I, you know, the game plan for this was obviously off, uh, or they just weren't executing. I don't know, um, but. Yeah, I mean, Bill O'Brien has been the uh, recipient of some division titles, a lot in part to... The NFC South being so bad. Yeah, it's basically the the <laughs> NFC East of the AFC, you know? Um, so that game was, was tough to watch. You can call it whatever. It was a close game, so I guess it was interesting, but uh, as people who mm-hmm. understand football a little bit more than the average fan, I'd like to think... It was it was tough to watch, but uh, no. The exciting part was watching Jameis Winston throw four interceptions. Yeah, and what is he at? Twenty seven now. Yeah, twenty seven. So he can still do it. He needs three more for the thirty thirty club. Thirty thirty club. That he'd be in some rarefied <laughs> air. Uh, but uh, the the middle game on Saturday was the Patriots. They beat the Bills twenty four seventeen. The Bills needed this one in order to make a run at the division. And uh, the Patriots, by winning, they clinch it for the 11th straight time. <laughs> How about that? Which is insane when you think about it. Yeah, it's insane. Uh, you know, talk about divisions that have just been dominated by one side team. of the Patriots. I mean, you know, they're getting basically six wins a year <laughs> just from their own uh, their own division. So, um, yeah, I mean, the Bills put up a fight. I, we were both on the Bills in this one. We thought the six-and-a-half number was was pretty uh, generous for the Pats. And it came down to that last touchdown. I mean, the Bills kick a field goal in the third to make it a 17-16 game. And then the uh, Patriots score a touchdown to go up by seven. So, you know, that six and a half number was right on. It just didn't go our way for that one. I think there was a stack going around Twitter that Vegas was off by four points on all the Saturday games. So Vegas was pretty tuned in to what was going to happen on the games. Yeah, because the, the Texans, Texans pushed. Yeah, that was a push. And then... It I was guess. six and a half. The Patriots won by seven. So that's a half point. <laughs> and then the 49ers were what? Uh, three. Three. So... Wait, the four, uh, 49ers were three? Yeah, I think it dropped late. Okay. I think, yeah, so, yeah, Vegas was right on, and, uh, um, you know, the, the Bills, you know, I think they'll be all right. They're obviously going to play wild card weekend. Uh, it looks like they're going to end up playing the Texans. Texans, most likely. And they can win that game. Yeah. <laughs> the, the way the Texans looked, uh, you know, I don't, the Texans, I don't think they can move up in the, uh, in the, in the um, seeding. Uh, we'll take a look at it here. No, nah, I they think can, they're locked uh, in. They're, yeah, they're locked into the uh, fourth the four seed. So they're gonna, they're definitely gonna play the Bills, and um, you know we'll see if they they rest some of their guys, which you know the Titans need a win against them to get in. If the Titans win against them, they're in. So they want them to rest their guys. But we'll get to that uh, when we get to the uh, the Week 17 games. The 49ers beat the Rams 34-31. Uh, I I personally expected this game to be close. I wrote the article for this game, and I I thought the Rams were going to be... What was the number when we picked it? It was six. Six and a half. Six and a half? Okay. Depending so, where you got it. Yeah, so, I, you know, 
personally, I just I thought the Rams were gonna gonna fight uh, keep fighting even though they're eliminated, and um, that's what they did. They had a chance to win it. They went up 28-24, and then tied it at 31, and then lost on a last-second field goal. So uh, the Rams kept fighting, which I wasn't surprised. But now the 49ers are in a position where if they win, they they clinch the number one. Yep, home field throughout. Uh, we'll take a look at. Um, yeah, they they control their own destiny. They win. They're the uh, number one seed. They can still get it if they lose based on some other things. Uh, you know, Green Bay. Actually, no, they can't. No, they have to win they to get. They the need number to one. win to get the. They win. They get the number one. If they lose, that puts them down to the five. So <laughs> this is this is actually a big game. Uh, this is a big game this week, and they put that on Sunday night. Correct. Yep. Yeah, Sunday they there's no there's no Monday night game this week because we have some Saturday playoff games so they don't want anybody playing Monday um, so Sunday night showdown between the Rams and the 49ers that's going to be a big one so those are the Saturday games getting into the Sunday games uh, some games that that really didn't matter too much this was one of them uh, Broncos beat the Lions 27-17 uh, Broncos Kind of have had an interesting season. Yeah, they've they've kind of turned it around. I when they start zero and four. Yeah, they got off to a rough start. They were three and eight, I think. So they're three and one over their last, uh, you know, something like that. They've been playing well of late, and they're uh, actually a pretty solid team against the spread, from from what I understand. But the. Um, it's really been the Drew Locke show. Yeah, he's ever played, since he took over, he's played well. I'm trying to find the game here. Uh, yeah, the um, yeah, I mean the Broncos are six and nine, but they're nine and six against the spread. So they've they've played some close games. They've you know kept things within striking distance. They actually got off to a rough one in, in this game. They got down ten nothing, come back uh, to win twenty seven seventeen. So they're trying to finish mm-hmm. strong. Um, this game actually, I, I didn't. I think we might have misspoke last week talking about the Raiders. I think we, <laughs> I think we might have said that they were finished. I think we thought they were finished, yeah, but but they actually have a shot to uh, to sneak into that wild card still. So apologize, apologies to the Raiders. Uh, they end up winning against the Chargers, twenty four seventeen. No, just some things happened that kept the Raiders alive. I think that's what it was. Yeah, and. Um, Pittsburgh could have eliminated them if they actually won and showed up on Sunday. Yeah, uh, that was one of <laughs> that was one of my locks. Um, do you want to you want to do the recap before we before we mm-hmm. continue? We forgot to do the recap from last week. Uh, you want to just keep it rolling? Yeah, I mean, you went nine six and one last week, which is a good week. Uh, you were two and one on your locks. I went seven eight and one. And, but I was 0-2-1 on my locks. So you won the week. So that was the difference, the uh, the locks between the winning winning week and losing week. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the Raiders, you know, somehow they're still alive mm-hmm. here. They get a big win against the Chargers, and the Chargers are just, they continue mm-hmm. to just be a mess. Um, you know, DeAndre Washington filled in very nicely for Josh Jacobs. Uh, you know, when you when you're relying on Philip Rivers to throw the ball 39 times and you're only going to run at 15, you know, can you pretty much just say you already lost? Because 
Uh, that's not the the recipe for success right now for the Chargers with Philip Rivers in his old age. But yeah, the Raiders stay alive. If they win in Tennessee and well, actually they need a ton to happen for them. Let's. Uh, well, they first they need to win. First thing they do is need to win, right? Then mm-hmm. Pittsburgh has to lose. Tennessee has to lose. And for some reason, Indy needs to win. And then they would clinch on strength of schedule victory tiebreaker over Pittsburgh. With that Indianapolis win. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they, uh, hey, we've seen crazy things happen, <laughs> right? I mean, Pittsburgh losing to Baltimore. Baltimore's going to rest some of their guys, so, um, you know, you have to imagine that's... I mean, it's still... Duck Dodgers or whatever. Duck Hodges. Duck Hodges, yeah. He actually did come out of the game, though. They they benched (laughs) him last week. I don't know what's going on. But Pittsburgh is really, really struggling right now. Um, But, yeah, Oakland needs a ton to happen. Like we said, Pittsburgh losing, Tennessee losing, the Colts winning, and Oakland clinches strength of schedule tiebreaker over Pittsburgh if one of the following teams win or tie. (laughs) Chicago, Detroit, Chargers or New England, so that's uh, they just need one of those teams to win. But in, but combine that with the other uh, three games that they need that they're relying on. So Oakland needs a lot, but hey, they're in position. You have uh, to go out win their game first, and then worry about everything else. Yeah, and I think they're an afternoon game, so they're gonna know. They might know beforehand uh, before they even start what what the deal is. But still, they they gotta win that game. Um, Jaguars, Falcons, I mean, nothing really to say about this. Falcons win 24-12. The, uh, I know we were both on Jacksonville. We thought there was no way that the Falcons would cover a touchdown. And this was a, this was a tough game. Um, you know, you thought after the first two drives that Atlanta was just going <laughs> to run away with it. But and then the typical Atlanta offense just stalls out. And, yeah, and it's it's actually amazing to see their numbers <laughs> at home this year. They're averaging like under twenty points at home or something like that. So you know, it's it's kind of weird to see that from an uh, Atlanta offense that normally loves that indoor fast track. And we'll see what they do this week. I know that. Honestly, it's they, just Julio Jones panning his stats now. Well. <laughs> He's trying to get, which I didn't even know that this was the case. Apparently, he's had 1,400 yards like every the past six, six yeah. years. So now they want to get him to seven in a row. And that's why he had 10 catches, 166 yards. Yeah, and the week before, 13 for 130. <laughs> so he's been going off the last couple of weeks. They're obviously trying to get him to that number. Um, After, why don't you throw to him in the other... Yeah, weeks of yeah, the no. Then you you could be looking at you know maybe a wild card if they uh, if they uh, were were more into that. But yeah, the Falcons continue to play hard. They win twenty four twelve. Ravens Browns Ravens beat the Browns thirty one fifteen. This game got off to a slow start for the Ravens, uh, and then like right before the <laughs> right before halftime, they just said the we're Browns put up a bunch of yeah. The Browns did some typical Brown stuff. Yeah, and uh, they gave it. up the one touchdown. On the two-minute drive, then the Browns go three and out instead of just trying to run out the clock, and then the Ravens get the ball back and go down and score again. Yeah, the um, the Browns jumped out six nothing, and then right before halftime, they score in 32 mm-hmm. seconds on two plays. 
the Browns go three and out in 23 seconds, and then the how seven plays 75 yards in 46 <laughs> seconds. Is that, out of is that even possible? Out of bounds. Out of bounds. Out of bounds. Incomplete. Out of bounds. Touchdown. Yeah. yeah. So they just went right down the field, and then at that point, you know, Cleveland tried to make it a game in the fourth quarter, but I think we all knew that that wasn't going to happen. Lamar Jackson, three more passing touchdowns, over 100 yards rushing. He just continues doing his thing. Uh, you know, the uh, the Browns couldn't get anything going offensively until pretty much garbage time. Uh, so, you know, the Browns are the Browns. What's their record now? Six and nine? Yep, six yep. and nine. So, uh, yeah, the rough rough year for them. Freddie Kitchen's not coming back. <laughs> Um, they're going to make some changes, I would imagine. But, the you know, the sad thing is is that they were the third uh, overall odds. The best Super Bowl odds yeah. coming into the season. And I could imagine that the only people that actually believed that that was the case were Browns fans. No, probably the average fan because they made all the well, sexy then, moves. Yeah, I mean, you get the big... Mm-hmm. If, you just, if you just go off of names, yeah, then yeah, but if you know a little bit about how the Browns run the show over there, you'd have to... Th- oh, man, third ra- third uh, best odds to win the Super Bowl? Are you kidding I me? I mean, the issue is, I would say, more the Freddie Kitchens play calling with... Because I think Nick Chubb's still the rushing leader right now. Um, yeah. And that's despite the fact that he refuses to let him get more than 20 carries a game. It's uh, it's incredible. It's it really is incredible. And you just think of the year he could have had, or what he could have done to help this team if they didn't just let Mayfield do whatever he wanted, or not not do whatever he wanted, but just call the game to try to get everybody the ball equally. I you mean, I think they're averaging in. like thirty nine passes a game with Mayfield. It's something insane. Yeah, thirty nine passes, but Chubb is probably averaging like sixteen or seventeen carries a game, which is sad. Because when he touches the ball, he's dynamic. And, uh, you know, we got to watch this this Browns team just struggle. As soon as you saw the Sports Illustrated with all of them on the cover, that oh, yeah. was like, to me, that was like <laughs> the Josina Anderson curse. <laughs> like, they just, you just knew that something was going to go wrong for them this year. But, uh, yeah, the Ravens clinched the number one seed, uh, so they don't have to do anything this week. They're already locked in. Uh, home field advantage throughout the AFC playoffs. Colts beat the Panthers 38-6. This was like just a d- complete demolishing of the uh, the Panthers. So I'm gonna say Will Greer is not the answer at quarterback. No, I think you could. I think you could say that. <laughs> he threw three picks in this one. Uh, McCaffrey, 15 catches on 15 targets, 119 yards. I mean. Couldn't really get much going on the ground, but... Well, Will Greer didn't were, throw in more than, like, seven yards, it looks like. Yeah. Looking at some of these numbers. He had 44 <laughs> attempts for 224 <laughs> yards. So, per attempt, he was averaging a little over, you know, four <laughs> yards uh, an attempt, five five yards or so. But, yeah, I didn't really see this coming. I think... I don't know if we took... I took the Colts. I know that. Yeah, I think I took the Panthers in this one. Uh, I thought it was going to... What was it? Colts were minus seven, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was, that was too much for me to take. But, yeah, uh, the Colts just ran mm-hmm. the ball like crazy, which is, uh, you know, what they want to do. But, 
the Colts uh, kind of they had a chance earlier in the year to to have a good season, and then they just struggled down the stretch. So they don't have a shot to get in, but they need to win. In and order they, to help Oakland get into the playoffs. Yes, and they hit their season over. What, the, it was seven? Seven and a half is their win total for the season. All right, so there's a, there's actually a decent amount riding on this game for them. So I can see a lot of betters actually watching this Colts game this week. <laughs> yeah, which is uh, where they're playing the Jaguars, right? Uh, I think so. I think they're playing the Jaguars. Um, yes. But, yeah, okay. So, so division game, you never know. But, yeah, a lot riding on this one. McCaffrey most receptions by a running back in a season in NFL history 109 catches yeah that's wild that's great uh, Dolphins beat the Bengals in a game of two undesirables 38-35 uh, but this was actually probably the most <laughs> exciting game on when, the, when you uh, think about it probably the Dolphins and the Bengals and yeah. the Giants and the Redskins were the best games on Sunday yeah, was, yeah it's crazy uh, Andy Dalton <laughs> just went off both quarterbacks went off. Both quarterbacks... Well, uh, Andy Dalton didn't go off till the fourth quarter. Yeah, they put up 23 <laughs> points in the fourth quarter. Um, going in, they were down 28-12, and then they just blitzkrieged them in the uh, fourth quarter. Fitzpatrick over 400 yards and four touchdowns. I'm telling you, he's playing to try to get <laughs> try to get a nice trade and or, uh, or something. But, yeah, I mean, this was the... Uh, this was the more exciting game. Over 500 mm-hmm. total yards for Miami. Um, they're an exciting team, I'm telling you. But, uh, yeah, nothing nothing riding on that one. Andy Dalton trying to save his job, I guess. Well, it just makes it more suspicious when they benched him for those couple weeks to make sure they locked up that number yeah. one spot. <laughs> he was playing pretty terribly coming in to when they benched him, but still, I mean... You really think that Ryan Finley was the answer <laughs> when they put him out there? Because that, that was not... Uh, they weren't putting up 35 points a game? No. They yeah. put up some points the last couple of weeks. Yeah, they have. Um, uh, the Jets beat the Steelers 16-10. Steelers really needed this game uh, because now... I think they were, before this week, they were sitting in that sixth spot, and now they're not, um, probably because of strength of schedule. I think that was the case. They were sitting in that sixth spot, and now, in uh, what was really just a tough game to watch, uh, Devlin Hodges, you mentioned him earlier, he throws two picks and gets benched. Mason Rudolph comes in and plays well, so I don't know actually who's starting. No, Mason Rudolph got put on the IR. Okay, so... He, he got hurt, and oh, that's right. had I did, to come back I did, in. Yep, I did see that. He had to come back in, so looks like Hodges is going to start again. Uh, Roethlisberger said he's coming back next year. He just had surgery this week to reattach the ligament, which... I don't understand why the surgery didn't happen yeah, that, a long time ago. Maybe there's some something that you know needed to happen first or whatever, but... Yeah, I saw that, and I'm like, wait, he just had surgery this week, and, you know... He's been out since week one. Yeah, so I'm not sure what that was all about, but the... Uh, you know, they just jumped out to a 10 nothing lead, and then they tried to give the game away, uh, but... Um, you know, they put together a drive. I don't know. It was a uh, it was a field goal, but yeah. it was just a boring game to it watch. Just, it was a boring game. Um, uh, th- that's pretty much all you can say about it. Darnold, you know, 183 yards. This was a tough. Steelers have a tough defense, and I think they they had a bunch of sacks. Couple, they had two sacks. Yeah. So that that was I was surprised to see that. 
um, that they weren't able mm-hmm. to get more pressure on him with that with that messed up O line they have. But you know the Jets playing spoiler a little bit. Uh, yeah, screwing up their own draft pick. Yeah, yeah, because now you know who they they're playing the. Uh, do they have a division game? They Buffalo. Already play, they already played Buffalo twice, I thought. No. Oh, no they're play, okay, they're playing them. Yeah. This is the second time. So, you know, they might end up with a 15 overall pick. So they're... With how bad know. the NFL's been. That's yeah, the yeah, exactly. It's crazy. Uh, moving right along, though. Saints beat the Titans 38-28. The, uh, the Titans actually put in a pretty good effort... They were up big early, and then yeah, and then they 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 had to scramble a little bit. They they pulled within three, and then uh, the Saints finished up strong. But yeah, I mean Antonio Br- uh, Antonio Brown AJ AJ Brown with a forty nine yard touchdown run, which was weird. Um, but yeah, they jump out to a fourteen nothing lead, and then they they give up twenty four straight points. Um, it became the Michael Thomas show. Alvin Kamara finally showed up. Yeah, he really hasn't done anything this year. He had two touchdowns uh, on the ground. Still only had 11 carries. I mean, they're not really giving him the ball that much, which is kind of weird. I don't know what Taysom Hill is getting these weird carries, yeah, Hill, two catches. Carries. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't understand <laughs> it, but whatever. Tannehill played well in the loss. Um... You know, we mentioned A.J. Brown. He looks like he's going to be a good player, this guy. He's got a lot of size and speed, something that the uh, the Titans Titans really haven't had a wide receiver like that. In, in a long in, time. Yeah, in a long time. He thought maybe Corey Davis would be, the guy, would be the guy, but he really, after last year kind of bursting onto the scene as a rookie, he really hasn't done much. And the, uh, the Saints, as far as their playoff positioning, they are looking at... They can get the one seed. Yeah. If Green Bay and San Francisco lose. Yeah. If yeah, if Green Bay and San Francisco lose, New Orleans jumps to uh, get that number one seed right now. And then they can clinch it by if only one of those teams loses. Yeah, because right now they're sitting in the three seed. A twelve and three is it to be a three seed? That's uh. It sucks. That's pretty <laughs> tough, but yeah, they need a win. Uh, and a Green Bay loss or a win and a San Francisco loss to at least get a first-round bye. And then if both those teams lose, they'll get the uh, home field throughout. So, first of all, take care of business and then hope for the best. And this was another record game. Michael Thomas broke the single-season wide receiver record. 145 catches with a game left. (laughs) It's wild. And a game that... A game that matters too, so it's not like he's not gonna play. Yeah, no, he's been uh, off the charts this year. Just uh, you know, Drew Brees, and he's one of those guys that you know maybe it's because he does get his his production, but you never hear anything about him off the field. <laughs> like there's no you know trying to marry kicking nets and <laughs> and all that stuff. He just does his job, shows up. Um, you know, he's kind of that pro's pro that just wants to work and, and get the job done. So good for him. But maybe that's why someone like my mom doesn't know who Michael Thomas is. But I guarantee you yeah. she knows who AJ, uh, OBJ, and yeah. Antonio Brown are. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of sad in a way. <laughs> like these guys, you know, if he's not a household mm-hmm. name for the casual mm-hmm. fan, he, I mean, he should be for the casual fan, but... Um, 
you know, like you said, everybody knows who OBJ is just mm-hmm. because of what he's done off the field, and that's uh, not really what you want. So the Giants game, we talked about this as one of the more exciting games on the slate last week. Giants beat the Redskins 41-35. Daniel Jones, I think he had five touchdowns. Yes. Five touchdowns. Saquon Barkley just went off. Uh, he had, what, like 250-something. All-purpose. I think it was 190 rushing. He had 189 rushing and 90 receiving, so he had 279 total uh, total yards in this one. Just kind of a, a, a game similar to what he would have last year. But, uh, yeah, Daniel Jones, five touchdowns, no interceptions, 352. This was his best game of the year. Um, really getting everybody involved. Caden Smith. Who the hell is that? Uh, <laughs> two touchdowns. I think he's actually the starting tight end right now for the for the Giants with all their injuries. So he did have a fumble. Didn't lose it. <laughs> but, hey, uh, if he's going to throw five touchdowns, I, I don't really care. We were, we were watching the game, and they're talking about – I know you mentioned it. This is what you get in week 16. You have these announcers doing these games that don't matter. And talking about how... They just pick a random player who's having a shitty season and they say, oh, look at how good this season is. Yeah. I think they picked Antoine Bethay. Antoine Bethay. Who's, who's just, been, like, benched half the year. Yeah. It and looks slow and old. We have to listen to these announcers <laughs> talk about how, he, you know, he makes a tackle <laughs> and, uh, oh, he's had a great year. Great year. Provides great leadership. What are you talking about? <laughs> that's, but that's what you get. Um, the interesting news of that game was... Uh, Daniel Snyder, the owner, Hassan's got hurt in this game. The owner of the Redskins came down and said, "Don't go back in." <laughs> oh, they, he did do that. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't realize that. Um, I didn't think that he was going to be able to go back in anyway. But, no, I know. But, but hey, I mean, <laughs> I guess he just wants to protect his, uh, his investment. investment here. But I mean, it's probably a smart move on their part. There's no reason for him to go back in that game. Um, the, uh, this game here was, you know, a was, bad game. To- <laughs> it was a bad game to watch, but it had a lot of uh, implications. A lot of implications. Eagles beat the Cowboys 17-9. Uh, and the notes, Prescott, second most yards mm-hmm. in franchise. Who, who cares? <laughs> Does it matter? You're gonna freaking miss the playoffs after being what? They were six and four in a division, and they had like a two, three game lead because the the Eagles were three and four or something like that. Just nobody wanted to take it. And now they're going to lose the division. Uh, who cares? How many? <laughs> it, uh, it's it's very frustrating to watch this Cowboys team because you feel like they could be so much better with the right coach. Who, but who even knows at this point? You know? Well, now they're saying Prescott's been hurt for a couple weeks. That's why. Oh yeah. yeah. The AC joint. On his throwing shoulder, and that's why he was missing all those throws. Yeah, they don't talk about that, but they'll show him warming <laughs> up like a weirdo Yeah. before the game. But now it comes out, oh, he's been playing with a mm-hmm. shoulder injury. It's like, all right, you know, now you're just making excuses now, and nobody really wants to hear it because this is, this is like, a, uh, you know, I didn't hear Jerry Jones, if he even spoke after this game. But, uh, I didn't look for it. I don't really uh, care. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I'm. I'm just curious to hear what he said, if he said anything at all, because this is a game where you're like, all right, I'm the, pissed. The sad part is, the Cowboys can still make the playoffs if the Giants beat the Eagles. Yeah, 
But I mean, they they have to win, and they should beat the Redskins. You would think, but again, you never know. I mean, this this was a Eagles secondary that got torched by everyone basically this year. Yeah, and Haskins had a good game two weeks ago. Eli had a good game against them. Haskins went off on on the Eagles defense, and Eli Manning had that first half against them. I know they struggled in the second half, but. I mean, this was a defense that that could have been taken advantage of, and they couldn't even run the ball. It was 17-9, and Ezekiel has 13 carries. Like, that's... <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. When we talk about these coaches, they just seem to panic. And it's like, oh, my God, we're down by, you know, 11 points. We have to, we have to <laughs> abandon the run, which is what your team does best. It, it really doesn't make any sense, uh, some of these decisions, but... Let's see the um, there's a, there's a few more games here as my computer decides to stop working. Um, yeah, give yeah. us uh, give us a second here. We uh, I mean the the it was the Chiefs Bears. The Chiefs was it the Chiefs Bears? The that was the Sunday night game. Yeah, it was right? the Sunday night game. Yeah, the uh, the Chiefs Bears. That game really didn't know, really matter much. I think the Chiefs were the Chiefs were minus six in that one, and I was surprised that it was just it was six. only six points because the Bears haven't been able to do anything offensively. And something we talked about the Chiefs offense. You know, you think about this like finesse team. They want to throw. They they did really well in the snow. Uh, the, the week before. Then they go into mm-hmm. Chicago in some cold, know, weather. cold weather and they're able to do their thing. So, the, But the big thing there is the defense is like playing lights out. They've just been playing well. They've been getting to the quarterback. They've been uh, making some plays. And, uh, you know, they've just looked good. And they have a shot now to, to uh, let's take a look at their playoff implications here. Or are they locked in? They can move up, but they need New England to lose. So New England loses. They clinch a first-round bye. They can't, obviously, they can only are locked in. Yeah, they can only move up to two. Right yeah. now they're in the third spot. Yeah, right now they're three. They can move up to two. So, um, you know. I don't see it happening. They're not going to lose to the Dolphins. They know they need to win mm-hmm. that game to keep that that number one seed. And something's going on here with the... Uh, with the computer so bear with us as we as we battle through this but that was the sunday night game and then we had the monday night game the packers versus vikings the packers vikings they uh the packers pretty much dominated the second half i remember looking up it was 10 10 then all of a sudden the next time i looked at the game it was 23 10 green bay yeah i was surprised that the vikings because when we talked about it I thought the I thought the uh, I didn't I was on the Packers this one. You were on yeah, the Vikings. I was on the Vikings, but that was before Dalvin Cook was ruled out. Yeah, and so then I, the backup Madison was ruled out too. So yeah, um, I don't know. I thought that the Vikings would keep it. But I'm sorry. The I thought Packers. the Packers would win. Um, I'm I'm getting screwed up now. The Packers were an, were a five and a half point underdog. Yes, I thought the Vikings would win, but the Packers would would keep it close. Kirk Cousins just had an awful game. 
oh and nine on Monday Night Football. Yeah, you, you, it doesn't get much worse than. Uh, yeah, it was sixteen for thirty-one, hundred and twenty yards through the air, one touchdown, one interception. I mean, they couldn't do anything. Yeah, they obviously missed Dalvin Cook. Um, yeah, the Packers did not fear the running game at all. Yeah, and the pa- I mean, again with the Packers, I mean, they're not like. They're just not the same team, and it kind of worries. I know we're not used to it, but it kind of worries me. Where if they, if a team comes in and, and can put up some points on them, like we've seen it with the uh, the 49ers, just blow them out. Thirty, what was it, thirty-seven to six or thirty-eight-six or something like that. They lose to the Chargers. They can't. They can't put up any points. No, if their so, run game gets stopped, they yeah. have a lot of issues. Yeah, but and I mean, this week Aaron Jones went off for buck fifty-four, two touchdowns. Yeah. Now he, uh, when he goes over a hundred yards, I think they're seven and one or eight and one or something like that. So, so that's what they're trying to do. I, I don't, I, I don't, I just don't have a good feeling about them when I watch them. No. Like, I just. And they have a chance to lock up the number one seed somehow. Yeah, if uh, if San Francisco loses and they win, they get the one seed. Yeah, so I mean, you know, Matt Lafleur, he's you know, he's done a good job. Obviously, he's got the team at twelve and three. I just don't know if I trust this team going into the playoffs. Um, you know, being able to, you know, if they go up against the four, let's say they play the 49ers again, or they end up playing if you know, because right now it looks like for the. You mentioned it. They clinch a first-round bye. If they win, they clinch a first-round bye. But if they lose. Then I, I don't think they're going to lose. But there's still a chance that they end up having to play uh, Wild Card Weekend. Yeah, they, they, don't they might get they, the Vikings again. Yeah, they don't want to. I don't think they want to be in that situation. They want to win and lock it, lock in a first-round bye. Um, all the NFC spots are locked up. It's just a matter of the seating right now. Yeah, yeah, and the there there are some some big changes that can happen, but uh, yeah, I don't know I don't know how to feel about the Packers. The Vikings are locked into that five seed, so they're playing they're playing wild card weekend no matter what. No, Vikings are six. They're locked into the six seed. I'm sorry, you're right. Uh, six seed. Um, so they're playing wild card weekend. We'll see what they do. They're playing the Bears. Uh, they need the to get healthy. Really Honestly, yeah, I would they, sit everyone in this game. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> sure you're not going to see Dalvin Cook. You're not going to see uh, Thielen. Mm. I wouldn't play him. I know he came back and he did, he hasn't really been doing anything. So they just want these guys to stay healthy going into Wild Card Weekend. We did miss one game here um, as we were dealing mm. with some technical issues. The Cardinals beat the Seahawks 27-13. Uh, Seahawks just throw up a dud here in this one. I I don't understand. Cardinals have been uh, a really good team against the spread this year. Yes, they have. I think they are. They're like ten and five against the spread, or something like that. Um, and we'll get to it when we get to their game for for next week. But Kenyon Drake has just come in and taken that job, and you know, literally <laughs> ran with it as he gets another two touchdowns. I think he had an eighty yard. Yeah, he had an eighty yard touchdown run in this one. Um, so obviously that brings up some concerns for Seattle. They can't, they couldn't even throw the ball. Uh, Russell Wilson, Chris Carson gets hurt. The big news is they signed Beast Mode. Yeah, Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch came back. 
I don't really know what that's going to do for them, to be honest. I mean, he hasn't played in a, in over a year. I don't even know if he'll be ready to play this week. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, obviously it depends on what kind of shape he's in, but it's just kind of a like I don't see him contributing <laughs> that much to this team. It doesn't make any sense, but I guess they're desperate. Yeah, they're desperate, and... They just need someone who knows the offense. Yeah, no, that's probably true. Mm -hmm. And for a team that wants to run the football to have no running backs, <laughs> that's a bit of a problem. So they're going into a game against the 49ers where it's it's going to be tough sledding for them, uh, and they just really threw up a dud uh, against the Cardinals. So that wraps up Week 16. We're going to uh, jump right into Week 17 as we pull up our... Our, our odds for the NFL this week. Um, all the games are on Sunday. There's no Saturday games. Nope, just Sunday football. Sunday football, just all day long. ton of games on Sunday, obviously. Uh, and we'll start off with your favorite team, <laughs> the L.A. Chargers uh, and Phillip Rivers. Kansas City's a minus nine favorite right now. I mean, can you really not pick KC here? I mean, the only thing you you really have to be concerned about is if New England gets up big in their game against the Dolphins, that Kansas City might just start taking people out. Yeah, I mean, you could see that. Um, they're playing at the same time, so it's something that they'd have to keep an eye on as the game goes on. Uh, yeah, I mean, minus nine. But this again, this is a game that, you know, KC's going to want to win just to have an opportunity. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, I'm going to lean the charges here with the points because I think New England's going to get up to a big lead and then you'll start seeing Tyreek Hill come out. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is that even if they start taking people out, I, I still don't <laughs> trust the Chargers. Like, usually you see people come out on offense more than you see on defense, and I think that Kansas City's defense is just going to get after it. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Kansas City here. I think the Chargers just I I don't, I don't really mm -hmm. know what they're playing for at this point. They Philip Rivers is playing for his career basically. Uh, he's got college tuition to pay for in 18 years. <laughs> is it even like <laughs> he's not even? I, I don't know. I just don't even see that making a difference. The fact that he's playing for his career, like I, because I think he's done no matter what. As do I, but I don't think he thinks that. Well, he probably doesn't. But yeah, I mean, the, they've just they've just struggled. Uh, they've lost five of their last yeah. six. They they've just been awful against the spread this year. I uh, I'm gonna go with the Chiefs on this one. I think I think Casey probably wins the game. I just think it's it gonna be number. closer. It's a big number. Casey should definitely win. It's just. You know, are they going to get that that ten point cushion? And uh, you know, you're worried about a backdoor. That's backdoor what I think it's going to be a backdoor cover. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota hosts Chicago. Minnesota is a one and a half point favorite. We kind of already touched on this. Uh, we'll take a look at the. I'm going to pick Chicago. I don't see Minnesota is not going to play anyone. Yeah, Dalvin Cook is questionable. I I don't think that they would. I don't see Kirk Cousins probably playing in this game. Yeah. Maybe only, a half. The thing is, do you want Kirk Cousins going into wildcard weekend with that terrible 
can you get Kirk Cousins hot though? What? <laughs> I mean, well, that's the thing. Maybe, you know, maybe they play him for a half. I can see a half, I maybe. I don't think he would finish mm-hmm. the game. Chicago, I think they want to get to eight and eight. I could see them. I could see them winning this game. Um, it's a small mm-hmm. number, so basically that's what you're looking at. Uh, you know, if you're taking Chicago mm-hmm. here, you're not going to take. You're not going to take the the plus one and a half. You're going to take them money line, right? I mean, because um, you're getting better, you're getting better value. Yeah, you, but it's not going to be much of a difference. That's no, the thing. But you might as well take that, no, that you're plus getting, money. You're getting about the same value. I don't know if I if I'm if I'm if I would bet <laughs> if I was betting this game at all, I would just mm-hmm. take Chicago straight up because you know I think Chicago wants to get to eight and eight and Minnesota. You, you might only see a half of their starters. That eight and eight, you might be able to sell Trubisky one more year on the fans. Mm. <laughs> we'll, have to, <laughs> we'll have to talk to the Chicago guys about that, but I think they might actually agree with that. Yeah. For some reason. I feel like they've... I feel like they're higher on Trubisky <laughs> than most people around the country. Uh, but, but, I mean, they've seen more of him. They, they watch the game, so they know, but um, yeah, you might be right about that, but we'll have to get some some in- insider info. The, Buff- the Buffalo Bills host the Jets. Uh, Buffalo's locked into the five seed. Yeah, they're at minus two right now. Uh, I haven't heard anything about Buffalo, who they're playing and who's not playing. Yeah. Um, they're not really putting it out on the in- mm-hmm. injury uh, injury list here. Um, there's still a few days, obviously, before this. We're, this is a, we're recording here on a Thursday, so... There's still a few more days before some more information comes out, needs to come out. Uh, yeah, I don't know. The, I, the Bills are a better team. I just, I think I'm going to go with them here. I don't know why. <laughs> I, think I think I'm just going to go mm. with them. Um, you know, like we said, they, they kind of pull the defense a little bit uh, later than they'll pull the offense. Um, you know, I could see Josh Allen not not playing a full game either I think I'm going to lean the Jets here the Jets have been playing better lately and another thing a 7-9 season you sell that to your fans then you say oh the mono thing basically cost us the season well I think that if the fan base <laughs> were idiots then they would uh... Uh... <laughs> do you know? Do you know the Jets fans? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, idiot is a strong word. I don't want to. I don't want to say that. But Naive. let's just say, yeah. Let's say they're they're very uh, optimistic. <laughs> we could say that. But um, yeah, I mean, these are tough games to pick when when there's not a lot riding on it. I mean, honestly, you really shouldn't be betting week seventeen unless. Uh, there, there are a handful of games that you could say this game matters. Yeah, so so you want to 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 do that, but I mean, as far as you know, Minnesota's locked in, the Buffalo Bills are locked in, so there's really no incentive for them to come out and win except for bragging rights. It's a division game. Do they want to lose to the Jets? I'd imagine not, but um, but if yeah. someone goes down, then the coach might get panicky. Yeah, I mean, at that point, you probably just start pulling people, but... Like, if Josh Allen takes a big hit late in the second half. Yeah. Or the first half, I mean, why bring him out for the second half? Yeah. 
um, yeah, we'll kind of see how it shapes out as the week goes on. But I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Buffalo here. I just think they're the uh, the uh, the better team, even if they sit a couple guys. Um, but Carolina, New Orleans. Uh, this one's in Carolina. New Orleans is a 13 point favorite. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna take New Orleans here. I think I'm gonna take New Orleans. Yeah. If Will Greer's starting again. Yeah, I think you know. Obviously, we talked about it. New Orleans, they have a shot at the number one seed. They have a so. shot. Um, obviously, need some things to happen, but uh, they got to take care of business first. And this this game should be, you know. New Orleans really wants a home field advantage, so they want the one or two seed. Yeah. They. Yeah, and they're sitting in the third right now, so they. You know, and, I think I think what you're hoping for is that. So, I'm sure they're not sitting there thinking that Green Bay is going to lose to Detroit, but there is a chance that you know San Fran can lose to Seattle, Seattle which um, Seattle's already beaten them once this year. Yeah, obviously Seattle has their injuries, but uh, yeah, I think New and Orleans, they won't know that game until yeah. eight o'clock. That's the Sunday night game. Yeah, so they're going to take care of business in that that first round of games, uh, and and minus thirteen. I to me that's. You know, I think New Orleans could win easily by 20 to 30 points in this one because Carolina's just lost. This is a Taysom Hill game. I bet you Taysom Hill uh, yeah. touches the ball 12 to 15 times Yeah. In this game. They just, <laughs> just run half the game in Wildcat. Um, but, yeah, we're both on New Orleans there, minus 13. Cleveland-Cincinnati, this game doesn't matter. Cincinnati right now is a three-point underdog at home. I mean, the thing is, I don't know. If three points is enough to get me to take Cincy. No, it's not. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Cle- I've been just off on Cleveland all year. The only thing that I got right about Cleveland was their original se- season outlook. I wrote the article for that, and I said, I think, I think I said they would finish seven and nine, and they're right there. Um, just need to win this game. The over under for them, which was weird, the over under for them was only nine, I think, and for a three, for uh, the third best Super Bowl odds. I think they were thinking everyone was going to play each other well in that division. Yeah, which, yeah, everybody was around nine, eight or nine wins except for the Bengals. I think they were six. And, uh, yeah, I'm just, I mean, there's just too much talent on this team. I I don't know. Yeah, I'm taking Cleveland. Three points to me. But, again, I mean, you look at at how this game should go. It should just be what? Nick Chubb. Right? And we, I think we've said that four straight weeks. Yeah. And we all we've know. been proven wrong. All <laughs> that we've been proven wrong as far as Freddie Kitchen's, uh, you know, ability to kind of <laughs> go with the game plan that you would think is, is the best. And uh, Cleveland's just been awful. Two and five against the spread on the road. The, uh, they played each other just a few weeks ago and they won by eight uh that was at home so i mean who knows who knows what's gonna happen in this game but you would think that with the talent and i think both teams actually try this game because yeah i think so freddie kitchens needs to win to i think he's done out i think he's done either way but at least you can make a case seven and nine yeah no that's true um yeah, I don't know if the players feel the same way though. That's no, the thing. It's like it's gonna be tough for him to keep his job, but at least you can say to ownership, you know, I'm seven and nine. Best record. Well, and no, they went. 
they went seven, eight, and one last year. Yeah, but still. So it's actually worse than <laughs> last year, and they had all this mm-hmm. talent. Yeah, I don't know. He's not coming back, but it just depends on if the players want to play mm-hmm. for him. Um, you know, this is going to be a don't touch it, but you know, Cleveland minus three, I think, is the uh, the better yeah. play here. Uh, Green Bay, Detroit, kind of touched on Green Bay a little bit already. Um, Detroit's just bad, too. Yeah, they're <laughs> bad. I mean, they don't have a quarterback. They don't have a running back. They can't stop the run. They, yeah. Um, Green Bay is a 12.5-point favorite. I'm taking Green Bay because if they win, I mean, they want to get that number one seed. If they win, they, they lock up a, a first-round bye no matter what. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. And then if San Fran loses, mm-hmm. they get that that number one mm-hmm. seed. Uh, Detroit's home defense is awful. Green Bay's road offense. Oh, did I say did I say home defense? Detroit Detroit's defense at home is miserable. <laughs> Green Bay's offense on the road is pretty miserable, actually. In terms of they don't they can't throw the ball on the road. Uh, they run the ball okay, but that's kind of just been what they've doing all they've been doing all year. Um, not relying on Aaron Rodgers. Uh, you know, I don't know, twelve and a half. I, I I have a problem. They played each other back in October. Green Bay won by a point. Yeah, but that was Stafford, still with Stafford. Stafford was playing. You know, <laughs> I, I don't know. This is a tough one for me. I know Green Bay wants to win. I guess I, I guess I'm gonna go with Green Bay because they have a lot more riding on this game. Obviously, uh, Patricia already knows that he's coming back next year. <laughs> Somehow. So, you know, what is what is Detroit gonna have to show in this game? They're not. They don't have to show anything. Uh, I just, I just don't. I honestly don't know if Green Bay is gonna keep the pedal mm-hmm. to the metal because it seems like second half. They if get you look, bored. If you look at the numbers for Aaron Rodgers in the first quarter, compared to the rest of the game, his first quarter numbers are off the charts. The re- the last three quarters, he doesn't really do anything. So if they get off to a hot start, you know, put up ten points in the first quarter, or whatever, and Detroit's not, are they just going to not, you know, if Detroit <laughs> if Detroit can score ten to fourteen, you know, puts up ten or fourteen points, I think Green Bay is going to have a problem covering. It's just a matter of if they're going to be able to. So that's what you have to ask yourself. But Green Bay's got a lot on the line, so um, you, that's probably the safer the safer pick. And the that's what I mean. Money's going towards Detroit right now. Uh, Green Bay at minus twelve and a half is is minus one hundred five. So the money's look looking more towards it's going towards Detroit uh, in this one. But you know, like we said, Green Bay has to win to uh, keep their their uh, home field advantage throughout hopes alive and uh, we'll see what happens but the biggest spread for the week is new england at home against miami new england's minus 16 what are you thinking for this one i'm taking miami you taking miami yeah ryan fitzpatrick is not gonna let them lose by 16 points he just doesn't quit that's the thing they they'll keep trying they clearly like their coach brian flores because they played well this season for being a bad team yep no, that's that's definitely true. Uh, Miami four and eleven, but they're actually over five hundred against the spread. So they they do a good job uh, playing for their coach. I remember in the England. beginning of the season where they were bordering twenty one point spreads. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. Um, 
This is a this is a big spread. Uh, I know New England wants to is going to win this game. Yeah, because it matters to them. But sixteen points in a New England offense that uh, hasn't done much. But I mean, Miami's defense is god awful. Yeah, Miami's defense. Um, you know, you can pretty much do whatever you want against them. New England's home defense, they're just locked down. Um, yeah, this is a this isn't this is a tough one. Sixteen, we haven't seen this for New England in a while because of how they've been playing. But I'm I'm gonna go with New England here. I think Belichick wants to make a statement going into the playoffs <laughs> of uh, they're gonna be a force to be reckoned with. But you're right. Are they going to be able to do that? Even if he <laughs> wants to do that, it might not happen because of the uh, the struggles they've had offensively. I could see New England's defense just coming out ready to go. And this game is at the same time as the uh, Chiefs game. So they're not going to know, you know, they're not really mm. going to know what they need to do. I think they're just going to come out ready to go. Um, Tampa Bay, Atlanta here. Tampa Bay is uh, minus one at home against Atlanta. Uh, Tampa Bay trying to finish with that uh, 500 record, record, which, uh, you know, I guess is a big deal in Bruce Arians' first year. You know, Winston wants to show something in the last game. I don't think that he's, you know, I think Atlanta's going to win this game. They're gonna just As, feed Julio Jones. They're gonna do. They're gonna do what the Texans should have done with Hopkins, and they're just gonna feed Julio Jones. As do I. I think for some reason Atlanta's started playing down the stretch. What's their record in the last couple of games? I think it's. They are. Uh, they've won three in a row. So and then in their last uh, seven, they're five and two. So Atlanta's come on strong <laughs> at the end. And they've beat some decent teams actually. Both teams are five and two in their last <laughs> seven. So you know. And Tampa Bay did put up a good fight against Houston with uh, Tampa Bay didn't have really any they players left. wide receiver wise. They were throwing a uh, Perryman. Watson and Perryman. <laughs> and uh, no, speaking of that game on Saturday, the announcing crew was god awful. Yeah, which I was surprised <laughs> about with Rich Eisen. I like him. Rich Eisen, Joe Thomas, and Nate Burleson, I think was the third. Yeah, I think they got better as the game went mm-hmm. on, but the beginning was was tough. You could tell they were they were struggling, but um, hey, that's what that's what you get on on a Saturday uh, on, at the end of the season. So um, yeah, but um, I'm gonna take Atlanta. They're fighting. We know the coach is coming back, Dan Quinn, somehow. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm going. I'm going with Atlanta as well. They have a ton of injuries, but. Uh, so does te- both teams have a ton of injuries. I mean, now it's saying Chris Godwin is questionable, so maybe he plays. Uh, why would you play him? Yeah, though? there's really no reason to. Um, it's going to be 80 degrees. So uh, it's gonna, every time we every time we look at a Tampa Bay game in Florida, it's like just beautiful weather. I just want to take a trip down there. But uh, yeah, I, yeah, like I said, I think the the uh, Falcons are going to be able to do what the uh, what we thought the Texans were going to do. And just feed their feed their top guys. Um, I'm not sure if Will Fuller's playing. I'll just check on that before we move on, because this game, like we said, doesn't mean anything. Um, Will Fuller. Oh, yeah. yeah he's not. The, he's not playing in this game. No, nah, he wouldn't be. <laughs> I'm still thinking of last week. Um, but 
Yeah, we're both on uh, Atlanta. Atlanta in this one. Dallas at home against Washington. Dallas is an 11-point favorite. They need to win this game and have Philadelphia lose to get the uh, division title. 11 points is a lot, but... You know, Washington has a lot of uh, a lot of injuries. Case Keenum's going to start. I'm going to go with Dallas here. As am I. I'm going to go with Dallas here, but this I, is this is a game to me that I look at and say, all right, they're going to win, but it's not going to matter because the Eagles mm-hmm. are going to win. So they're going to come out and and they're going to they're going to put a whooping on uh, Washington, and then it's it's just not going to matter. That's <laughs> that's how I feel about it. What do you think? Yeah, this is going to be the Ezekiel Elliott show. Everything with Dak's shoulder is coming out. Now they think it's more than an AC joint. Might be a rotator cuff contusion. So I think this is going to be feed the bull to Ezekiel Elliott, especially after watching what the Giants just did to that Redskins defense. Yeah, um, you would think that that would be the case. Uh, we'll see if it happens or not because some of, the, some of these uh, – you know, some of these game plans are just are just weird. Um, but Case Keenum actually came in and looked pretty good last week. It was against <laughs> the Giants, so you take that with a grain of salt. But uh, yeah, I think um, I think Dallas is going to put a hurting on them and uh, at least put themselves in position. So this is the, so they put this game at four twenty five, as did uh, yeah they had to flex the Giants Philly Giants game Philly, so that they're playing at the same time. Um, to keep both teams playing. Yeah, so uh, that's gonna that's gonna be interesting. I like that they do that with these games, but yeah, Dallas should Dallas should crush the uh, the Redskins here. Uh, Houston, Tennessee. This game has some playoff implications. Tennessee right now. Tennessee is in that spot. So if they win, they're, they're in. in. Yes. They're in that six seed. If they win, they're in. Houston is locked into the four seed, so they don't have any reason really to throw their guys out there and put them in harm's way um and right now tennessee's a three and a half point favorite to uh to take this game so you know i'm leaning towards tennessee i think they're gonna get in uh i'll probably lean towards tennessee too although i bet you bill o'brien probably plays his starters most of this game for some reason. Yeah. That seems like a Bill O'Brien thing to do. I just don't know what he's going to do. Like, <laughs> he's he's like, you know, I don't really know what to say about him. He just mm-hmm. makes some, some weird decisions. I mean, we saw it in, the la- in last week's game where if he came out and just took a knee. Yeah. There would have there been two seconds left when Tampa Bay got the ball. Yeah, but so instead, he- they run a play. There's a holding call. You know, it just seems like like things go. He makes decisions and it goes the opposite way. So maybe he's just unlucky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. But well, I think during that game, he won his first successful challenge of the season. Yeah, he was like 0 for 6 before that. So yeah, he just. I don't know. It just seems like if you ever heard the term that somebody's out to lunch, like that's, <laughs> that's just what it seems like to me. Like it just seems he's his head's not in it for the entire game. I don't know what it is, but. Will Fuller's out. Um, speaking of him, he's out. J.J. Watt's not going to play, even though there was talks that maybe he would. Um, but he's not in. The old so, Robert Pinkton saying. Yeah. What's that? Out to lunch. Yeah. I, I like that saying because it's, uh, <laughs> it's like not like 
it's not like a mean thing to say. I, you know, like, <laughs> like, oh, what are you, what are you out to lunch, man? Like, you know, it's more, uh, more funny than anything. But yeah, Tennessee's dealing with some injuries too. I mean, Derrick Henry is probable though. Um, well, they sat Derrick Henry last week in, in anticipation for this game. Yeah, yeah, I think that was probably a smart move. Um, Dory Jackson's questionable. Adam Humphreys is questionable. So they could be without some pieces. But uh, I think Houston, you know. I'm leaning Tennessee just because this game matters more to them. Yeah, I think they're going to come out and. But I wouldn't be surprised if it was a lot closer that Houston plays most of their starters. Yeah, I kind of wish. I wish that it was under three. I'd feel much more comfortable taking Mm -hmm. Tennessee if it was minus two and a half because they can get that three-point win. But. Um, nonetheless, I think I think Tennessee, like you said, they just have more on the line. They're going to come ready to go, and uh, and lock up that that uh, six seed. The the the, uh, the their destiny is in their hands. Uh, Baltimore hosts Pittsburgh. Uh, right now, Pittsburgh is a two point favorite. I know Baltimore's sitting a bunch of guys. Lamar Jackson's not going to play. Oh, you can't. Mark play. Ingram's not going to play. Well, Mark Ingram got hurt last week, and now they're worried about him if he's going <laughs> to... Yeah, he had a calf injury. I think he'll be all right, but um, obviously plenty mm-hmm. of rest plenty of rest for them. Earl Thomas is out. Uh, Marshall Yonda's out for rest. Uh, like we said, Lamar mm-hmm. Jackson, Brandon Williams, just every... They're, mm-hmm. they're just sitting everybody. Even with that... I think I'm going to take Baltimore still. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I cannot take Duck Dodgers. And this is Duck, new name. Duck Hodges? Duck Dodgers? Duck Dodgers. <laughs> uh, is that, was that by design, or was that just because you said it that one time? No. Duck, just, you just, you I just think Duck Dodgers was an old... Uh, it's like this weird thing. He's a he's a cult hero or something? Uh, no, it was an animated series. That's what it was. Duck Dodgers? Yeah. I knew it was what? something. What kind of character is it, though? Is it a human it's, or is it? It's a... Daffy Duck. It, that's oh. his old, his superhero character. Okay, well that makes sense. I mean the. Yes, I, I was like I remember this from somewhere. Yeah. All right, so Duck Dodgers. He yeah, I mean he was a bad superhero. Oh. Well, <laughs> he's a bad quarterback too. Um, but he, you know, it's tough to pick a game, even with Lamar Jackson. I mean, Robert Griffin the third is going to come in. There, he can still run the same type of offense he's not obviously as dynamic but he can still uh you know run that rpo type mm-hmm. offense so there i don't think that they're going to have to change too much baltimore getting points i think you have to kind of to roll <laughs> with that again pittsburgh they have a lot on the line baltimore doesn't but you know the the injuries for pittsburgh uh their starting centers out marquise pouncey Connor's questionable. Uh, you know, we mentioned Mason Rudolph's not playing. Uh, what's what's the deal with? I guess Smith Schuster's playing. Uh, yeah, he's, I think he's, not he's on a the full go. Court. But still, I mean, he's been a non-factor. Mm-hmm. Even when he's been on the field, he's been a non-factor because <laughs> they can't throw the ball. So, yeah, I'm I'm with you with Baltimore getting the points. I think they're still uh, they could still win this game without Lamar Jackson. So it'll be interesting to see, but. Uh, a couple more games here. We got we got five left. Uh, Indianapolis is a four-point favorite on the road in Jacksonville. This game, I, you know, I really don't know, uh, you know, what's going to happen in this one. I think Indianapolis is just going to show up and they're going to want to just run the football. 
which they could do against this Jacksonville team. I think Indy's going to dominate this game. You think so? I think the Jacksonville players don't want to play for that coaching staff anymore. They already got rid of Tom Coughlin, so you yeah, can only assume that coaching staff is gone, too. That's true. Um, yeah, uh, minus four. And I feel be, like it could be a close game. It'd be nice for Indy to be 8-8, eight and eight, get over that win total, and then you can say to your fan base, look, we went 8-8 eight and eight with Andrew Luck retiring at the beginning of the season. You know, you can sell a lot more. Yeah. I, uh, Seat licenses. I think I'm going to go with Jacksonville here. I know that's probably not the most popular mm-hmm. pick, but, you know, being at home, I think, you know, division game, they want to go out with a win. You know, I still I think the Colts might win, but I think it's going to be a close game. It's going to come down, you know. Even, if it, even at minus four, you still have to worry about that backdoor cover a little bit with a garbage mm-hmm. touchdown late in the game. And uh, Minshew doesn't stop playing. So I think I think uh, I'm going to roll with Jacksonville here at home. I Again, <laughs> I, I'm not sure why, but uh, outside of the reasons I said, but, you know, game doesn't matter. So, you know, well, Indianapolis can help Oakland out. That's pretty much <laughs> the only uh, takeaway from this game that you can get. Uh, how about our Giants here? Plus four and a half at home against Philly. I think I'm going to go Giants. I'm going to go Giants. I don't. I don't know if I like that you're picking the Giants. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we were both on them last week, and uh, and we got them. But yeah, the, I haven't really been <laughs> too too good picking the Giants this year. Uh, but they are uh, four and a half points. I think they played each other close a couple weeks ago, and that was with Eli Manning. Um, Ertz is questionable, and I think a lot of people think that... He's probably not going to play. It's going to be close. It's going to be a real game-time decision with Ertz. Yeah, Lane Johnson, questionable. He had a... Nelson Aguilar, questionable. Looks like Jordan Howard's going to play. You know, just so many injuries for the Eagles. I don't... I don't see them really just pulling away. I mean, they got... They got the cover in overtime. No, they they didn't cover. No, they didn't cover. Um... Because I think it was like an eight-point spread or something like that, or nine-point spread. But so obviously, you know, Vegas, you know, taking a little more conservative approach in this one. Um, you know, the Giants are zero three against them in the last three games, but they're two and one against the spread. The Giants so, haven't beaten Philly in a long time. Yeah, no, they haven't. But they've uh, the last ten, <laughs> they're actually five and five covering. So even though they're one and nine, I don't know. I think I think the Giants' offense, you know. They're clicking right now. I kind of like what I see out of them. I think the Eagles are going to win, but field, I, I'm, feeling a, I'm feeling a field goal game. I actually think the Giants are going to win. You think the, the Giants are going to win? Yeah, I actually do. Okay. They're going to screw up the draft pick even more. I could see it happening. This win is going to be like, oh, you know what we should do? We should bring back Pat Shermer and Dave Gettleman. Oh, no. And it's going to cost the Giants well, the season this win. You know, something we were talking about, before we started recording is uh, Steve Tisch, the one of the Giants owners. Yeah, but he's more the minority owner. Yeah, so he... That's the issue. He doesn't talk... The (laughs) Giants owners don't talk that much in general. You don't hear them that often, but, you know, he came out and said that the Giants are going to overhaul. Who knows what that means? Overhaul to me (laughs) means get rid of everybody, bring in all new people. I don't see it happening, though. I think Gettleman's coming back. 
I think Shermer's out. If Shermer wins this game, he's got a good case to say. I guess you could say, all right, if Daniel Jones mm-hmm. plays well and he goes into the offseason having a five-touchdown game and let's say he throws for three, you know, they're like, all right, they're starting <laughs> to click now. How can we get rid of him? Yeah, you can't change. That's the thing. You, you, you wouldn't be able to change the coach. You make a good point, and it's, it's upsetting <laughs> me. You make a good point, and it's upsetting me because I don't want that to happen. Because you, you can't have him change the playbook on him after uh, he just... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it just ruined my day because I. It makes sense I it was, logically, right? Yeah, it makes sense, and I don't like it. I don't like that it makes sense, but I know for a fact that's why I'm picking the Giants to win this game. Uh, Money line. They're just gonna ruin it. Yep, they're gonna ruin it. All right, I could see it. I could see it happening, but I don't want it to. We'll we'll see. We'll see but yeah, Phillies. They got to win this game to get in. You got to think mm-hmm. that the the Cowboys are gonna beat the the Redskins. Uh, with the issues that they have over there. Um, so Philly's probably yeah. looking at it like, all right, we can't mess around in this game. I don't know. I don't know. That, that just threw me for a loop there. Um, three games left here. The Rams host the Cardinals. Rams are minus seven. I'm, I think I'm going to take the Cardinals. Here. I don't know how you can take the Cardinals. I mean, they, they play, the, uh, the Rams played well against the 49ers. They still lost. but Now there's th- nothing to play for anymore. Both teams have been good against the spread. Rams are ten and five overall against the spread. Cardinals are nine five and one, and they're five nine and one overall. So, you know, division game seven points is just too much for me. Well, because you know everyone in the Cardinals are playing. Kenyon Drake has been. They can run the football all of a sudden. Uh, you know, they're not relying so much on Kyler Murray to make plays with his legs and things like that. I mean. The Rams, as far as injuries go, Jalen Ramsey's out. Um, yeah, they shut him down for the season. Michael Brockers, they're starting to end. Questionable. Andrew Whitworth, the tackle, questionable. Uh, you know, Arizona, for the most part, is pretty healthy. Did you know... Um, Kyler Murray, I saw this. Chandler Jones is four sacks away from breaking Strahan's record. Is he? Yeah. He's, he's like, <laughs> just because he plays in Arizona. Yeah, they've been and so they've bad. Been, and they've been bad. He has 19 sacks on the season. Hey. <laughs> they line him up against the backup tackle. I know, that's the thing. You never know. And their all line has had issues all year. Um, he had four so sacks yeah, last I mean, week in, against Seattle. Did so another, really? Yeah, another four-sack performance. Wow. All right, so, <laughs> you know, something to play for there, obviously, but... Yeah, I just think that I think this, the touchdown is too much for me to take the Rams here because uh, you just can't trust them. And the and Arizona's played close. They've, you know, I haven't paid too much attention to what Cliff Kingsbury's been doing over there, but he's got the team playing. You know, it's kind of like you look at the the Dolphins with Brian Flores. I mean, yeah, for uh, a coach coming out of college who was sub five hundred in college, his yeah. record. Yeah, it was weird that he got that job. But obviously they... They, they saw like something the, that yeah. they wanted to pair him with Kyler Murray. Well, that's the new thing now is taking those young guys that, you know, dynamic young coaches that have these out-of-the-box <laughs> ways of thinking. And it did help that he, you know, he never coached Kyler Murray. No. They had a good relationship, I guess. Um, he saw Kyler Murray play. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go with Arizona here. And you're going... Arizona. Yeah, I'm going okay. Arizona as well. So we're both on Arizona plus seven to uh, to finish the season with ten ten wins against the spread. That would be yeah. that would be pretty good, given their uh, lack of success this year. 
Uh, the last four o'clock game here, uh, big game for Oakland. Um, Denver is a three and a half point favorite at home against the Raiders. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Oakland right off the bat. I'm not sure what you're thinking here. I'm actually gonna go Denver. Okay. I like the way Denver's been playing. I mean, the Oakland defense has been pretty god awful. And then uh, Josh Jacobs this morning, either yesterday or this morning, had a surgery for an yeah. infection in his leg. Somehow he's not ruled out. No, he's gonna play. Uh, it's just crazy. But hey, I mean, they got to They, have they a still. That's the thing. Um, he didn't play last week because they basically thought they were eliminated. I mean, the thing is, is they're gonna know. They're gonna at least know about the. Uh, the Colts, right? The Colts. Oh no, the Colts are playing at four twenty. No, they they had to move a bunch of games to four twenty five because of the Raiders. So, well, they they're gonna know. They're not gonna know anything. No, they had to move so many. They really, games. they yeah. really are leaving them in the dark here <laughs> because Pittsburgh and Tennessee are playing at four twenty five. They bumped uh, the Colts to four. Colts are four twenty five. Yeah, so they're gonna be. They're, they're not going to have any clue. Because that's a game in Florida. They had to move to 425 in Jacksonville. There are a lot of <laughs> East Coast games that are at 425 this week just because of the, <laughs> the playoffs. But, um, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Oakland here because I like that three-and-a-half number. I think that – I think Oakland's <laughs> going to play tough, and if they do end up losing, it'll be, you know, a field goal game. Um, these two teams play each other pretty evenly. Uh, the last three, Oakland is three and zero against the spread against them with a two and one overall record. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Denver's Denver's been an interesting team. I mean, we talked about them nine and six against the spread, six and nine. Uh, I just think the Raiders. You know, I think the Raiders are going to be, uh, be be they're going to come out ready to go. Um, that's pretty much all I have on them because, like you said, their defense <laughs> is awful. Um, if Josh Jacobs plays, I mean, he should be successful against this. Uh, Denver's looked a lot better with Drew Locke at quarterback. Yeah, that's been the thing. They have, and you know, maybe that's the saving grace for them going into next year. Because, like we talked about a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago, John Elway's had a terrible time drafting quarterbacks. But if you hit on Drew Locke in the second round, that looks good for you. Yeah, at least it's serviceable. It might not be enough, but <laughs> I mean, that combined with Elway being a the legend. That's yeah, the thing. That's, it's, it's, yeah. it's tough to it's tough to make the case for him outside of the fact that he's just a legend for the franchise. And hey, like you said, if Drew Locke makes it happen, then uh, they're looking good going into next year potentially. Um, last game here, Sunday night. This is kind of the game of games, if you will. A uh, little Charlie mm-hmm. McDennis, the game of games, <laughs> and uh, you know. Right now, the 49ers are a three-and-a-half-point uh, favorite, I believe. Unless, yeah, yep. three-and-a-half-point favorite in Seattle. This game is, uh, you know, like we said, um, this is the game where San Francisco wins. They're one or five, basically, San Francisco. And Seattle. The worst Seattle can do is five. The worst Seattle can do is five, but they still have the chance to clinch home field advantage throughout the playoffs. <laughs> if they win, and Green, Green Bay, Bay loses, and New Orleans lose, uh, and at least if Green Bay loses and Seattle wins, they get a first round bye. So there's a lot riding on this game. Uh, 
With that being said, who are you? I'm taking San Francisco. You're taking San Francisco? I yeah. think um, uh, Seattle has too many injuries. They have no running back. Yeah. How I don't care how in shape or how much training you do. Everyone always says it takes a couple weeks to get in game shape. Yeah. Um, yeah, they do have a lot of injuries here. I mean, we'll run through some of them real quick. Right now it says Marshawn Lynch is probably going to play. Uh, Dwayne Brown, their tackle is questionable. Jadavian Clowney, questionable. Quandre Diggs, questionable. Shaquille Griffin, questionable. So they might be without their top two corners. Corners, yeah. Which is not good. Um, they lost Penny for the season. Yeah, Penny's out. Procise is out. Chris Carson's mm-hmm. out. Just a ton of injuries. You, you would think that this would be a little bit bigger of a number, but I think, I don't know, Seattle just has a way of, you know, they play they play San Francisco very well, and they did beat them earlier in the year. Uh, they beat them. On a last-second field goal. Last, yeah, last-second field goal. So, um, yeah, I mean, this is a this is a tough call. It's, it's tough to pick against Seattle and Russell Wilson, but I think, you know, San Fran, uh, Let's see. They, yeah, they. I mean, they've been struggling defensively. Yeah, they've had some issues lately. They've been struggling defensively, but I mean, hey, this is a a team in Seattle that, like you said, doesn't really have. I I don't know who they have left anymore. I mean, Tyler Lockett was a no show last week. I don't know what the hell happened to him. Yeah, I mean, he's and that's Arizona is one of the worst passing defenses in the NFL. Yeah. No, that's true. Um, a lot of concerns. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you on on San Francisco here. I think that um, there's just too much to overcome right now for Seattle. And like I like I said, I think that the the number should have been probably a little bit more in San Francisco's favor. And uh, the fact that it's only three and a half, I think you're actually feeling pretty good about that. Yeah, I mean, San Francisco hasn't played great the last couple of weeks, but somehow they always find a way to win. That's except against Atlanta for some reason. They yeah, that showed a, that, that Atlanta one. game. I mean, you Baltimore game was, you know, they were right that there. Was Baltimore, but yeah, they're finding a way to to still make it happen despite the struggles <laughs> defensively. So hey, um, you know, you got to think that they're going to try to get it right in this one, and they do have the number one seed on the line. They win. That's it. That's it. So. Yeah, I'm going to roll with San Francisco as well. Uh, so let's get to our locks. Why don't you you take the first crack at it? All right. Uh, I'm going to take the Giants. Giants. I, I know. it. I just... Are you are you suggesting that people take the money line, or are you just saying take the be safe and take the spread? I mean... Are you going to make a bold, bold pick here? No, nah, I say be safe, take <laughs> the points, but I wouldn't... It doesn't surprise me if they win this game outright. The Giants' money line right now is plus 180. So, I mean, you're getting getting a pretty good return if you're feeling good <laughs> about it. But, hey, are the Giants going to play spoiler? I think so because it'll ruin my life for the next two years. <laughs> that's a that's, so, that's such a dark uh, yeah, but it's true, a dark take. We, you know it. They you gonna, know if they they're win. They're going to win because my life is yeah, going to be ruined. Think about it if. Daniel, like I said, we talked about earlier. If Daniel Jones throws three touchdowns, they win this game. Yeah. They haven't been in Philly in almost six years. So you know they're due. Yeah. Well, they're nine and one in the last ten against them. So, so probably six years was the last time they beat them. 
Yeah, for about, yeah, five, <laughs> five, five years or so. Um, yeah, it's uh, they're due. You're right. The it's a perfect storm of crap. That's what it is. Yeah, that, that's Philly has it, no one left. The dominoes are gonna fall. Especially if Zach Hurts play, doesn't play, which it really seems like it's up in the air right now. Yeah, obviously you want him out there. This is a must-win for Philly. You want him out there, but the ribs. You know, <laughs> I know he was wincing just coming off the line uh, without even any contact, but he he did gut it out. So uh, we'll we'll have to keep an eye on that. But yeah, I think that's that's a safe play. Giants four and a half. Um, for my first lock, I think I'm gonna take. I'm going to take a big spread here, and I'm going to go with New Orleans at minus 13. I think New Orleans has too much to play for in this one to say, all right, that's too big of a number. And Carolina's just kind of, they're bleeding. They're just <laughs> bleeding out right now. So I'm going to take New Orleans at minus 13. And then for my uh, second pick, I'm going to take the cards, Arizona at plus seven. Okay. That's, uh, that's a good pick, plus seven. I think... Um, and you just don't know what you're going to get with the Rams. Yeah, and Arizona's played tough. Like, like we've talked mm-hmm. about, they've played tough. So I think uh, I think that's a good pick. Um, should I lock in Cleveland? It's up to you. You've <laughs> locked them in a couple weeks. I think you, uh, might, just been, you might be like 0-3 with Cleveland as your lock. Yeah. Yeah, why don't you double-check that for me? <laughs> but as you're, as you're doing that, I think I'm... Uh, Talk yourself into it. You lost in Week 15 with Cleveland. I know I took them. I took them in week 14. They cost me. Was that the you one? You lost them in week 13. <laughs> and that was my locks? That my you, locks are just overall? These are your locks with Cleveland. Oh, my God. So just ha- <laughs> so the bottom line is it hasn't been good. Nah. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick them again. <laughs> Let me take them again. Finish the season at 7-9. and nine. Um... You gotta hope that, you know, that Chubb just <laughs> that they just give the ball to him. You know, am I hopeful? <laughs> no, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take them. Uh, Cincinnati, I think they they don't have a problem losing this game. They'll uh, do they already lock up the first overall pick? Yes, it doesn't matter what happens right, since so, he has. Okay. I mean, I'll take Cleveland at minus three on the road. They just. They gotta get me one of these. They gotta. <laughs> so let's go with this head-to-head here. Problem is, our head-to-heads really don't matter. I was looking for a game that. What's the? Uh... Well, let's go with the. I mean, could go with the Oakland game. <laughs> that game really doesn't. Matter. <laughs> um, you gotta think Oakland's gonna at least put an effort in. Yeah, I mean. I would say either Oakland or, or KC. Why don't you pick? We'll let you pick the pick the head-to-head, but those, I'll, those I'll give you a shot, and I'll give you the KC one. KC, okay. I think uh, you just don't <laughs> know what you're gonna get out of the Chargers. No, you I don't. don't I don't have but, a problem with the the KC one. Um, but I think I think New England blows out Miami. But I just so I think KC's like ah, time to take out Mahomes. Yeah. Okay, that's that's what you have to deal with in week seventeen. <laughs> Unfortunately, when we're when we're picking these games, it's like, you know, like I said, we're doing it on a Thursday. Not really sure what's going to come down the the line uh, by the time Sunday rolls around. Who's going to be playing? Who's not? Are they going to be on pitch counts as they call them? Um, 
you know, you just don't really know. So it's tough. So you'll see these lines jump a lot yeah, in the next couple of days. Yeah, I think we'll see them change. But, I mean, the advice would be to stick to the games that matter um, because you, you can get you can just get a better feel for them and, uh, you know, just feel better about it going in. Like, I don't feel bad. Half these I don't feel good about them. It's just, you know, we're, we've been doing it all year. We're picking all 16 games, I think. Um you know, coming into the coming into this week, it's uh, I think I'm hitting at the last four weeks. I'm hitting at sixty-four percent, which I've been feeling good. But this this could make <laughs> or break me with the, this week could make <laughs> or break me. So, why don't you do a quick recap for us? All right, um, Max, you're going to be on New Orleans at minus thirteen, Cleveland minus three, and KC minus nine. I'm taking the Giants plus four and a half, Arizona plus seven. And the Chargers at plus nine. And then, so if you go, if you go three and zero this week in your locks, I'll finish twenty nine and twenty. I'd so you're gonna be just miss the thirty wins. Yeah, but that's a it's a good it's a good mark for the year twenty yeah, and twenty. When you think about it, the two pushes you get your money back at least. Twenty nine, twenty and two would be your yeah. your final. Okay, so. Hey, that's uh, mm-hmm. that's a lot better than uh, <laughs> than most people. But um, yeah, so those are our locks for week seventeen. Uh, obviously, last week of the regular mm-hmm. season, we have the the playoffs coming up, wild card weekend. After this, yeah, we'll do we, a recap how we did on the division locks. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that all next week going in because we're gonna have uh, we're only gonna have four games. Yeah, to, uh, to talk two about. Two on Saturday, so two on Sunday. We'll spend a little bit, a little bit of time. Maybe start looking at the basketball. I know we watched it on Christmas, and I watched some horrible shooting performances. Specifically, Russell yeah, Westbrook. Some, yep. <laughs> I know you. You made a comment about that yesterday. He, uh, was he over eight the, from three? Couldn't hit the broad side of the barn yesterday. And I, I'm not talking about, like, covered threes. These are wide open. They were giving it to they, him. Yeah, they don't cover him when he shoots threes, <laughs> no. and he just continues to do it, which is wild <laughs> to me because he doesn't need to do that. He finished Harden with 30 takes points. enough threes for both of them <laughs> when he has the ball. Yeah, and he shot, like, what, eight for 30 or yeah, something? It was, like, it was just – that was just rough. Um, and – and they, they lose to Golden State, which is just awful. I mean, it's an awful team. The Philly game, no, the Boston game, I mean, Jason Tatum had a horrible shooting day, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he had a horrible... Jalen Brown was, like, lights out. Yeah, but he, Tatum looked awful. Yeah, and, um, yeah, some, some rough performances yesterday. But, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about some basketball, the... Hockey's in full swing now. Both basketball and hockey are in full swing. Uh, some baseball news, obviously. So, so we'll have more time to talk about that. I think next week we'll spend a little bit. You know, playoffs. We'll spend a little bit more time talking about each individual game and and how we feel about it and uh, and what our takes are. So we'll we'll, we'll make sure to do that with the uh, condensed uh, number of games. So. Uh, yeah, that's our, our week 16 take takeaways and our week 17 picks, including our locks. We got some some on the line here. Austin looking to get to nine games over 500 on the year. I can't get to 500, so uh, I'm just going to try to keep it rolling week to week because I've been pretty hot uh, picking all 16 games here. So uh, make sure to check us out on iTunes and Podbean. Um, we are going to have a little section on the, uh, the link website. Uh, make it a little bit more, make it a little bit easier to access our, our content there. 
Um, so make sure to look out for that and check us out on Twitter at Square the Sharp. Um, we'll tweet out our locks for this week. Make sure to take a look at those. And uh, last but not least, make sure to check out linksports.com, lynqsports.com. They do have a, uh, uh, a new podcast up, the second podcast um, Chicago. called Chicago Plus the Points, right? Yep. Chicago Plus the Points. So make sure to check that out um, as they rolled that out, I believe, last week. Yes, was last the, week, uh, I think, was the first week. Yeah, it was the first, uh, was their inaugural episode. So make sure to check that out. Uh, give them some love. And uh, again, that's linksports.com, L-Y-N-Q sports.com. So that's that's uh, our show in the bag for you. Uh, week 16 takeaways, week 17 picks. Make sure to look out for us next week as we get into playoff action. And we'll talk some uh, some other sports with you. So, so that's our show for you today. And here's, here's to squaring up the sharp. sharp.